Uh, my arms were sore from using the hiking poles. Yeah. My quads were blown up. My IT was blown up. Everything was hurting, but there's just this weird sense of sort of pride that you get. You know, one guy had lost his wife to cancer and was was doing it for her. And, you know, when he crossed the line, I think pretty much everyone at that village green was pretty much crying. Like mm. it, it was it was pretty inspiring to, to see some of the people finishing. And yeah, and what, what about you? What, what did you learn about yourself? If you can't run, you walk. If you can't walk, you crawl. You do whatever it takes. Mm. You finish this race. And what about like um, someone that's thinking about it but they're like there's no way i can ever run 100 miles or 100 k's or 50 k's or a marathon what do we say to those people welcome back to the fit parent playbook podcast this week we are finally back from our break in uh christmas 2023 we're going to talk about what we did over the break and we're also going to review dk's 100 mile tarawira race in new zealand listen up jason uh, dk welcome back we, we are finally back it's, it's taken us a little bit of time hasn't it mate? it has we were going to have a two-week break then it was a four-week break and i think it's what two months break but yeah. that's okay what about in that two months break we did have a little false start which i feel really entered us into the podcasting world like i think every great podcast has mm. forgot to press the record button haven't yeah, they yeah or I, I think we recorded or something happened but yeah poor old dave bristow yeah we'll definitely do them again because that was a good podcast actually it was. so we'll uh, yeah we had a false start but now we're back into it jason what's been happening over your break mate well when was it i think it was before christmas right was, so yeah. had a bit of a, a couple of weeks off or a week and a half off with the family went away down to Aldinger, i think no it wasn't it was uh victor harbour somewhere down there anyway down the coast had a bit of a break couple of runs but nothing uh too exciting mate and then straight back to work what about you what about over christmas mate how'd you go with the eating did you uh, um, manage to keep the kilos off or yeah pretty easily i think um had a few beers like probably over two or three days but that's about it okay. i don't, well, don't really so you happy you achieved all your christmas goals christmas goals yeah remember uh, did that good podcast about uh, making sure you're looking after yourself over christmas yeah i trained in the morning like even on christmas day went for a nice run so i think i think the more morning sets the time for the day so kept that up yeah. what about dk yeah no it was an awesome break mate uh what did we what did we do it's hard to remember yeah mm. christmas day i remember going for an awesome run and there was park runs on everywhere yeah, right. for christmas day which was fantastic i've had uh, a bit going on just come back from new zealand jace which is what we're going to talk about today yeah uh, you were our first 100 miler point oh, yes, to point yes did a 100 mile race over in new zealand which was uh yeah an incredible experience mate so mm. Yeah, that was uh, pretty much my holidays, mate. So that was solo as well. How did you uh, get to go away for a week by yourself, mate? Well, I have a very understanding wife. You know that, Jase. Very understanding. Uh, Pretty much just came up. I saw the race and I just said to Ray, look, this is something that I really want to do. And we're at a really good spot in our relationship where our kids are a bit older, sort of eight and seven. So, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and, you you know, you've got the three and the four-year-old and you're thinking, oh, geez, when's it ever going to end? When's it going to get easier? Trust me, it does. Um, yeah, and I said to Ray, I'd really love to do this. And she just said, you know what, go. You only live once. We can't, she can't get the time off work. Kids are in school. Um, just go for five or six days. And, um, yeah, it was really good because she even said, you'll come back a better person. 
and, and a better dad. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's the key. So get away, which was which was really nice. I had six, five nights to myself over in New, New Zealand, which uh, most of it was spent running. <laughs> How many nights before the race? Just one? Yeah, see, this is where it all sort of went a bit downhill, Jace, to be honest with you. So we had flew into Auckland. Uh, got a good night's sleep. I slept near the airport. I thought this was really clever. I was uh. like, I'll book accommodation near the airport in case it gets in late. And the plane was on time in eight o'clock. Got a good night's sleep. Next day was a three-hour drive to Rotorua. Nice. And then, yeah, sat in a car for three hours. Probably not ideal. No. The race then started at four o'clock in the morning. The next day, uh, The next day. Yeah. So... Um, you had to get on the bus at two o'clock in the morning, which oh meant, God. you know, I wanted to be tucked up in bed by six o'clock. Could you actually sleep at six o'clock? Wow, this is where the wheels fell off, Jay. So I, I had this grand plan that I was going to have a melatonin <laughs> and it was going to put me to sleep, right? So I took a melatonin at six o'clock, 9.30, nothing happened. So guess what I did? Took about three more. Yeah, I took another melatonin. And I woke up at two in the morning and I was groggy as hell. Yeah. I was like I was hungover. But I'm like, this is okay. You know, you've, you've got a long time out there. Everything's going to be all right. So, get to the start line, waiting around for another hour at the start line. Uh, you know, probably could have stretched maybe. Mm. Would have been a good idea. Try to wake yourself up. What did you do? Was it cold? It was cold and I just sat there. Yeah, just right. sat there on the ground with everyone else, just, you know, being nervous. They had the, the hucker beforehand, yeah. which, you know, I see, I've seen all these YouTube clips of it and I was like, I'm going to be one of these people that really embraces the hucker and does not film it, didn't want to watch it. I just wanted to be there and it be in the moment. Mm. Guess what I did as soon as the hucker started? Whip, filmed it yeah filmed it whipped yeah. the iphone out just oh, started filming one of those guys it. just absolute dickhead have your torch on as well yeah have my head torch on <laughs> it's a classic but then yeah, yeah. The, the race kicked off and mate the legs just didn't come to play it was just one of those days that everything felt heavy it was a struggle never ran with a backpack on before it wasn't a great idea this is the second time i've ever put a backpack on and that, that's hard running with yeah, a backpack right. Who do you mean like a solomon yeah, Solomon. With the drink bottles with the, drink the front. Bottles and you stuff. haven't run with one of them before. Yeah, I did it once in one one right. of the hundred k's that I okay. I did so. Yeah, that yeah probably practice that would be my suggestion mm. to anyone out there. It's your heart rate goes through the roof wearing yeah. one of them. Well, I think it would have been loaded more than normal, right? Because you're in New Zealand, you probably need a bit of correct. You had to have cold some mandatory gear as well, yeah. so you had to have a lot of. Um, like bivy bags like survival bags and and items of clothing like warm thermal clothing as well which uh, a lot of people ended up using which was quite funny right yeah. and what about the race right so 100 miles obviously about 160 k's mm. what about the elevation yes yeah, so it was four thousand meters of elevation so it was pretty tough but it was early on it was pretty flat so yeah. i had a bit of a plan that i was going to own the start of it and then um you know just see see how i'm feeling Turns out I got about 10 to 15 k's in and I've had issues with my IT band hmm. um, and my IT band flared up and if anyone's never had an IT band issue, I suppose the best way to describe it is every time you take a step, it's like someone whacking your quad with a hammer and it sort of vibrates from the base of your kneecap all the way up to your hip yeah. every step. But the good thing about that is it's only pain, like you can't break an IT band or you can't tear an IT band. So mentally I just had to say, right, this is just pain and you've just got to deal with it. 
I knew I had some hiking poles at the 90k mark. So, so 75k's away. 75k's right. away. But, you know, mentally in your head, you can't think I'm 150k's away from the finish line because that would have just broken you. <laughs> so I just said, right, at 90k's, let's just get to 90k's and then we can reassess from there. Hopefully these hiking poles can help me, you know, just take a little bit of weight off the leg. And then I sort of had a bit of a strategy. I was like, do I try and, you know, slowly get to the 80K, 90K mark or do I do I really go for it whilst it's flat? And I decided to sort of push on and just push through the pain, which I did. Um, and I got to the 90K mark in, in pretty good time. I reckon it was probably about 12 hours, 13 mm. hours maybe. So maybe a touch longer. So I wanted to run the race in around somewhere between 22 hours to 24 hours um but yeah got to the hiking poles and then realized i'd never actually used hiking poles before uh, another <laughs> smart preparation another maybe. smart preparation choice um but yeah once I, I sort of got moving with them and i learned a bit of a technique to how to run with them and it was taking the weight off of the the leg quite nicely so i managed to to work my way through it through it quite well and then got to this bit at the 100k mark and then they said, I said, oh, do I just turn around here? And some lady said, you only turn around if you're winning the race. This is the hard bit. You've got to go to Okatana and back. And I was like, well, okay, no worries. And I knew this stretch, you were 20Ks without an aid station. So filled up, you know, my third water bottle, had everything all set. Then I left my third water bottle at the aid station. Good, so good, I had, had to make 20Ks up hills, down hills with uh, two bottles of water and just along this stretch it was just breaking people so there was people on the side in their survival bags in their, <laughs> in their thermal well, gear that, those foil blankets yeah those foil yeah, blankets right. they were just literally on the side of the trail having a rest having, having a, a rest and then there was this quad bike that was just coming up and like first aid which uh, wasn't ideal and then mm. sort of got to this Okatana place and I'm like well that wasn't too bad and then they're like no no you got to go back the way you came and i was like oh shit this is going to be pretty hard and this is night time and then it hit yeah. night time and um yeah my headlamp was on and then i was running back from okatana and it was just brutal so it was cold but the hills were so much i was just pooling sweat i was dripping sweat it was so hard this okatana bit and then i found this flat section i started running and next thing just splat on my face i was an inch away from a rock and then i just felt like a hiking pole on my back leg and i'm like there's i'm sure i've put it through my leg here Got, stood up not a scratch on me completely fine wow so, so um yeah managed to uh to keep on going and then towards the end just mentally you you just you're thinking oh, i've got 35ks to go yeah. now normally 35ks on a bad day would take me three and a half hours yep and this is going to take me 10 hours to to walk 35ks like that's that's but you've done 125 you're like well i've done 125 i'm not going to pull out exactly right it's impossible you can't do that exactly and you know if i was in australia as well like when my it band blew up at 15ks i probably would have seriously thought about pulling the pin but because you've traveled there you Mm. made the effort you're in this beautiful country you just sort of think you know why not just guts it out and, and grinds it out what's the worst thing that could happen i could walk around new zealand for 36 hours i've got nothing better to do tomorrow so yeah ended up um yeah slowly making it back to the final six k's 
and I just said, you know what, I really want to feel this pain. So I packed the hiking poles up and then I ran a minute, walked a minute, ran a minute, walked a minute, managed to, uh, to finish it in about 25 hours. But um, yeah, it was an amazing experience and just an incredible race, like so well organized. Mm. The volunteers, the aid stations, they were just pumping. There was young kids um, there at the aid stations filling up your drink bottles. It was just, yeah, unbelievable, mate. So, like, when you finished, how bad were you? Like, I know I've finished marathons and been basically in the fetal position on my side. Yeah. How were you after 160 Ks? Yeah, I was completely broken everywhere. Mm. So, like, they they do it really well. They weigh you in at the start and then they weigh you after and then they make you sit in a chair and they pretty much monitor you for half an hour beforehand before they let you leave. And people were trying to talk to me and I couldn't hold a conversation. Uh, they were trying to make me eat and I'm like, I just, I just can't eat anything. And I was just broken like mentally. It was 25 hours that I was running straight. Uh, my arms were sore from using the hiking poles. Yeah. My quads were blown up. My IT was blown up. Everything was hurting. But there's just this weird sense of sort of pride that you get f- through achieving it. Um, yeah, that, that just really got me through, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Um, no cramp. No, no cramps. You the, are the lucky. cramps were okay. Um, yeah, it was just it was just pure pain. Yeah, and, and that was the beauty of it that I could mentally get through it by just saying, "I'm just I'm just in pain," and yeah, just rock on, just keep going, one foot in front of the so other. So good. And then, like, where where did you go after that? Obviously, you're staying somewhere. Yeah. Just, how do you how do you get home? I, I was really, this is about the one smart thing I've I did. Yeah. I, I stayed right opposite the right. village so it was about 150 meter walk home yeah took me about an hour uber. yeah uber. <laughs> thought about ubering it um yeah so just walked home and then went and had a little lay down for an hour or so and then the beauty of being in new zealand got to go in the hot springs that next day and spend a day to myself just walking through a forest um yeah it was it was pretty cool so you, so you uh, started at 4am so you would have finished at about 5am the 5, next day 5am the next day and then you day. had a bit of a nap and then went for a walk again yeah I went, I went to the hot springs yeah right. so I walked there which uh, I thought would be good for the legs uh, uh, probably not a great no. idea but there was a whole heap of people in the hot springs as well and just get chatting with them about their race and everyone's just so friendly obviously yeah. and everyone just wants to talk about it and there was also the 100 kilometre race there was a 50 kilometre race there was a 25 kilometre race as well and then um the next day just spent pretty well the whole day sitting in a bean bag at the finish line there with a heap of other competitors and there was a lot of people still coming in at the 30 to 35 hours there was a 36 hour cutoff wow Chase. and guess what some, some bloke way. comes ru- like running around the corner it's just ticked over 30 hours oh. he finished sorry 36 hours he finished 36 hours 10 seconds savage but the guys on the mic have gone, hold on, hold on. It goes on your gun time. So when you cross oh, right. the start line and he ended up getting home by three seconds. Wow. 35 hours, 59 minutes, 57 seconds. So, you know, and credit to all those people as well. There were some really inspiring stories just hearing at that, at that sort of 35-hour mark. You know, one guy had lost his wife to cancer and was was doing it for her. And you know, when he crossed the line, I think pretty much everyone at that village green was pretty much crying. Like mm. it, it was pr- it was pretty inspiring to to see some of the people finishing and yeah, just a, an incredible experience. Yeah, and what what about you? What what did you learn about yourself? Mm, yeah, so I suppose I, I learned a lot of things about myself. Um, one is that 
you can grit through the pain like mm. to to grit through 150 kilometers of just pure pain um just gave me sort of some mental strategies to get through it and you know there was probably three or four things that i did to, to get me through um i suppose one of them was a book that i listened to by um dean Carnazes, and, and it was just a really inspiring line in it where he was absolutely screwed at the end of an ultra marathon and he looked at his dad he still had 10 kilometers to go and he's like dad what do i do and he said son if you can't run you walk if you can't walk you crawl you do whatever it takes mm. you finish this race so i suppose that was one thing that i just kept on saying to myself and also we've got some friends of ours that um unfortunately they're their son is being diagnosed with leukemia thank god he's he's going to be okay and and when my friend messaged me what was going on he said his son said it's not fair it's not fair and i just kept saying to myself you know that isn't fair Mm -hmm. all right choosing to run 165 kilometers like that's a choice you've made that's unfair you've got a sore it band mate you need to toughen up and, and get through this and then also just thinking about my own children as well that you know i want to always be that example if you sign up for something if you start something you finish it and yeah knowing that i couldn't do any more damage to myself i just had to to work through the pain was something that yeah was that's what i learned about myself really Mm. is that you can do it so and like do you did you talk to people about you know why they do it because everyone's got a different reason you know they're doing it for their wife etc um, their kids and that but like what what do you feel is the general sort of like consensus it seems it, it's older people being you know 30 35 plus that do this stuff there's not a lot of 20 year olds out there unless they're very influenced by their parents yeah no, i totally agree with that yeah, it's strange i was speaking to a lot of people about it and a lot of them were over like on a on a friend's holiday for instance like there was a group of of older girls and what they did is they just came over from sydney for the weekend they made a weekend of it like rather than going out in the piss or mm. whatever they 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 just do that and fitness has sort of nearly become the more the new drinking than um yeah. the new social scene so and and running is is really at the top of the charts for that at the moment so um yeah some people were there one girl she came sixth in the 100k a- event and she was like yeah no i was there to to race it like that's what I wanted to do. And the group that she came with, you know, one of the guys walked the final half of it. And, yeah, I think it's just for all ages. Anyone can go and just everyone gets something different out of these events as well. Mm. And what about, like, um, someone that's thinking about it, but they're like, there's no way I can ever run 100 miles or 100 k's or 50 k's or a marathon. Yeah. What do we say to those people? Yeah, look, I think that's that's one thing. Like I, you know, three years ago would never have thought I would ever run more than 10 kilometres, let alone run a marathon, let alone run an ultra marathon. And I think it's just a matter of picking a goal and trying to achieve it. And that could be a 10-kilometre run. That could be a 21-kilometre run. It's a matter of just finding something hard that is going to challenge yourself that you're going to achieve it's not for monetary gain it's not for fame it's just something that you're going to achieve yourself and the rewards you get out of achieving a personal goal Mm. i believe are second to none yeah i remember talking to my partner claire she's doing the uh, mclaren vale marathon in april 
and like we went for a training run it was like 20 k's and she's like there's no way i'm going to be able to double this you know what i mean like no way i can go from 20 to 40 but she's looking at right then yeah you know what i mean and there's still like 10 weeks to go and then what i try and do is break it down for people like next week we're going to do 22 Hmm. can you do two more k's yeah oh yeah i can all right and then after that you might do 23 and a half or 24 Uh, everyone looks at the end right being 42 100 100 miles you don't just go from zero to 100 miles there's lots of slow progression in there and that's how we need to do it like we need to reverse engineer okay i've got to run 42 that's going to take it might take six months depending on what level you're at and like look at small incremental improvement instead of like oh 42 42 42 you're never going to run 42 in training for your first marathon or any marathon so that's my big thing is break it down we're going to go in small steps you're not just going to run 40 tomorrow yeah and it's i believe it's like that with anything it's like building a business as well you don't just decide i'm going to put 42 employees on do you You know you might start by you know putting one you know you've got to build a brand and then and then slowly go from there like even weight loss right my goal is to lose 10 kilos well it's not going to happen overnight yeah you've got to understand that it takes consistency and a bit of persistence and discipline yeah, and I think that's those words that you just mentioned, consistency and discipline, are the, uh, is the key to it. And, mm. you know, that example that you set then for your children and for your family and for your partner is that, you know, I will be consistent, I will be disciplined with things and it will lead me in all my aspects of my life. So. Yeah, uh, like, you know, I harp on it with my clients around consistency and just sticking to the, the process instead of always focusing on the outcome. But it is... A, a big change to your mindset that makes a big difference mm, absolutely and what about yourself jace what are your goals for this year have we got any running goals yet? oh look um oh well i'm going to run mclaren vale with claire like as a support role yeah hopefully um and then after that we've got the front yard ultra yes where we're going to do it there's going to be a pretty big group of us i think doing mm. that in adelaide city around victoria park do you and, want to just um, explain the front yard ultra for those who well, maybe didn't listen to the last? Yeah, same as the backyard ultra. It's basically one of those last man standing races where you run 6.72 or whatever kilometres every hour on the hour. Um, and you need to make it back in time and start every hour on the hour. Otherwise, you are out and it's the last man standing DK. Mm. So there's only one winner. Yep. Yeah. And that's in Victoria Park. So compared to Loxton where it was hilly, sandy all that victoria park's going to be a lot nicer i think Mm. just running around on a flat course and i think if you are looking to do a running event at all this year i think that is a great one to to even start with because it's just a 6.7 kilometer loop every hour on the hour you might get two loops out you might get one loop out but at least you get around the atmosphere and you realize how supportive the running community is and and how much you can get out of running and maybe set you up for a to achieve maybe a marathon or something or a half marathon later on in the year. Yeah, what about you, DK? Yeah, uh, so we've got the Front Yard Ultra. Right now I'm just trying to walk again. That's it's handy. A, yeah, be able to walk would be nice. Um, yeah, not too sure what I'm going to try and achieve oh, this no. year. So oh, no. you know that that means something stupid. Yeah. Probably just climb Everest or 
No, I'm not climbing Everest. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm not too sure what I'm going to, but yeah, front yard, uh, ultra marathon will be the next on the list. I do have um, Berlin marathon booked in for September, which will be nice to And is that going to be a quick one? Is that the plan with that well, one or just it re- enjoy? It really just depends on the family situation, whether they want to come or not. So if they want to come, then I will probably make it a bit of a quicker one. But if they don't want to come and I'm just going to go solo again, then I would probably make a bit of a running holiday and oh. might just ease up on the time a little bit and yeah. enjoy it over there. So wow. Very good. Wait and see. But and, and for the podcast this year, mate, what have we got planned? Well, uh, we're going to uh, keep the guests coming in. We're just going to move to fortnightly. Yep. Yep. Um, from next week. So the idea is get a, get a guest on every fortnight, talk to them. Um, and then also that might include us talking like we are today, depending yeah. on the week. Yeah. I reckon that's all we've got for that you is, today, Jace. That is, mate. Can't wait to get our first guest on next time. Which will actually be our second guest. Because yeah. Yeah, well, we, we had the false first start. First guest that people will hear and then we're going to get Dave back on as well. Yeah, absolutely, because that was a cracking podcast. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Looking forward to having another big year. Talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks again for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Do not forget to like and subscribe, follow, all that stuff that you know you need to do. Please do it. It does make a difference.